0: Hello and welcome to the Hindu Business Line Podcast. I'm your host, Muhammad Rayyan. Are you someone who spends a lot of time on Instagram reading microfiction, poetries or short stories? If yes, then it's most likely you may have heard of Terribly Tiny Tales. With over 2 million followers, Terribly Tiny Tales or TTT is quite popular among writers and readers. What started as a simple Facebook page by Anuj Gosalia, TTT is now a major content producing house, running its spawn 4 TT show, creating content for major brands and even running an online academy to train new budding content creators. In this conversation with Businessline, Anuj shared with us what it takes to grow organically, his thoughts on generative AI tools like ChatGPT and how it will change the content creation ecosystem and the future projects TTT is working on. Tune in for more. My first question is I would like to know when you started TTT, what was your vision that you had in mind?
1: So, unlike founders who have a strong thesis built out and very clearly solving a market problem with the ambition to build a very large company, uh, my story was literally the inverse of that, which is it was not designed to be a company in the first place. It was truly true to the name. It was a terribly tiny tale, uh, which I created to solve my own problem, which was two One is when I was young all the way till college, I really enjoyed reading. And then I think with the proliferation of Facebook and Instagram, I realized that just reading just fell off the cliff the habit i don't know what just the dopamine hits from social media was just so so much more aggressive compared to what a book provides was just could not compete and so i realized this acute loss of not being able to read Hmm. i also enjoyed writing in my personal time uh, which is more expressive right poems short stories stuff that people would on a blog and Back in the day, no one cared about how many people read, how many people liked. You just used the blog as a way of personal expression. Mm. Uh, and even a, even a 20-reader community was extremely valuable, even though you knew those 20 readers where they stayed, your friends. Mm. So I had a blog and then, of course, no one read a blog suddenly. And so everyone moved to Facebook and I would write on Facebook notes. And each time I wrote something lengthy, it would get like three likes, four likes. It was going into this very limited readership and I was like okay let's write something pithier, shorter
2: but so mm.
1: I wrote that on Facebook much like our status message would yeah. and I would realize that in a way crude A-B testing manner it would do an order in magnitude better right so four likes would suddenly be 14 likes 25 mm. likes like okay clearly people enjoy this snappy format a lot more mm. but I realized that text on Facebook would take would get no real estate it was two lines was literally like you know you could skim past it yeah i was like may text does deserve more real estate compared Mm -hmm. to a a cat meme which would get five thousand likes (laughs) and so uh, so i i created this black background and white Mm -hmm. text and what is now a quintessential terribly tiny tale Um, Mm -hmm. i designed that and i put that out and in, in the format of a tiny story so I was like hey let's crunch a, a large thing that I was writing on Facebook notes and really take the heart of the insight and put that into mm-hmm. this format and see what happens so it was literally tweet sized stories but on Facebook and and that just took off and that became a community and invited lots and lots of readers and writers and uh, as the community grew, we realized that reading and writing was just one way of consuming content. We were not bound by the medium because the internet allows for multimedia. Yeah. So uh, if we reimagine text, can we try and ambitiously reimagine the film? And so Terribly Tiny Talkies in 2015 was our first attempt at shrinking the film, which is a feature film into a 140 second film. So it's like 140 characters, can we do 140 second films? Yeah. And so that led to the birth of short films and mm. uh, kind of we pioneered the surge of short films on YouTube
2: right. uh,
1: with films like Khujli and Kheer mm. and, uh, you know, from the, some incredible filmmakers, right? Amit Masurkar, Vasanbala, Bala, all of them mm. have made films with PPT. some of the earliest work with us. Yeah. So yeah, that led to the birth of uh, the idea that we can tell tiny stories in all formats. Mm. And and so we were true to the name telling tiny stories in multimedia formats across Instagram, Facebook, YouTube yeah. until 2022, literally, when we realized, mm-hmm. hey, look, we're, we don't need to be limited by the name or the, the positioning of our brand. Right. Anything that is engaging, reverting is tiny today, right? So if Game of Thrones episode, even though it's one hour, people mm-hmm. don't like succession, right? People are just can't wait to give one mm. hour of their time to the latest season so it'll feel like it's gone through in, in mm. 10 minutes so as long as we're able to translate the same value of, of engaging stories where you don't realize the feeling of time where we deliver Good. value to the audience yes. it's still a terribly tiny 10 and that is why we said hey look let's completely open our universe to all formats all lengths mm. as long as the story is engaging it's relatable it it's adding meaning and value to people's lives. It's a terribly tiny tale, And therefore, we're now on OTP.
0: Fantastic. Over the years, I have followed your page and I've seen how TTT has adopted different format. Like, for example, on Instagram, it was just like short poetries. And then eventually your team moved to creating reels and videos and such. So I would like to know what was the content strategy in terms of different platforms that you adopted?
1: I think one of the things we've done well, I would say, is kept really kept up with the evolution of algorithms for the most mm-hmm. part. Hmm. It's like, we're very quick to embrace what the platform demands, right? Hmm. So today, Instagram demands that you create reels and hmm. reels be the dominant format. And that's what the platform is betting on. So
2: hmm.
1: it is a bit unwise. It's a bit like unpragmatic, forget wise, it's unpragmatic to on the format that you you pioneered hmm. or you started with and hope that the same results will continue right like if you put out that 140 character text-based story today of yeah. course there's an audience of course we do incredibly well given that even Instagram doesn't prioritize it we still do really well with those comments but yes. it's not it's not the platform's priority today so if it doesn't do well we can't blame ourselves, mm. I mean, we can blame ourselves for not choosing the right format, but we can't blame the creative mm. saying, hey, it's not the story is not engaging enough. The story could be spectacular, but mm. no one's no one wants to read on Instagram today, or very few people do. Mm. And therefore, based on what the platform means, we've constantly adapted Right? So Instagram now today, 75-80% uh, of our content is reels. Yeah. With Facebook, we're very cognizant that carousal, snackier content still works. On YouTube, we still believe this, the films that we started with were 140 seconds, then eventually moved to 15 minutes. Hmm. We're now bringing them back to 7-8 minutes because we realized okay. that that is the sweet spot today on YouTube. But if you can have an engaging 8-minute film, hmm. uh, you still have the opportunity to grow. We also built out a non-fiction channel called Dobara Mm-hmm. With 80,000 subscribers, very fast growing, mm. with the reason that people like faces today on YouTube. Um,
2: yeah.
1: People connect with YouTubers. And so, mm. what is TTP's YouTube voice outside of film? And so, that was important for us. Mm. We learn from the people who are doing better than us and we mm. quickly adapt.
0: Okay, interesting. So now we live in the age of generative AI. There's a lot of excitement around ChatGPT. And then some say ChatGPT is going to take over jobs and such. So from a perspective of TTT, what do you think generative AI could do, not just for brands and eventually in the future? What are the predictions that you see?
1: I think generative AI, I think of it as... Two things. One is that I keep calling it the friend of a writer, right? I think it's a great friend today. If you throw in your first draft and ask it to do some fun stuff with it, it will. Mm. If you are, if you're stuck with the way you're writing a sentence and you want it to be written in five different ways, you mm. can throw that at GPT. I think generative AI is great from a inspiration friend, from a proof. It does what Grammarly Hemingway Mm. A bunch of these tools we're doing in isolation; it can do all of that on its own. Yeah. So it's at that stage today where every writer should embrace it as a to improve efficiency, to get more ideas, to to just play with it, right? Because it's yeah. going to be an inevitable part of our workflows. Replace the writer for some jobs 100%, right? the What I would call the reorganizers, right? There was Mm -hmm. a lot of writing jobs which were not writing really, they were reorganizing, which would take Google content and Mm -hmm. reorganize that content. Mm -hmm. And and you have a new blog post because you reorganize. Mm -hmm. I think those jobs are 100% at threat. So our focus as TTT is to be the place for human centric storytelling. I think to Mm -hmm. I think stories inherently are a deeply human thing so we want to index on that kind of content and I don't even want to call it content because I feel Mm -hmm. like content as a category has the highest risk I want to call it story because story is something that comes from a deeply human place it comes from Mm -hmm. a personal and it has the ability to tug very deeply at your emotional core Mm -hmm. I think that will take time and that is really the opportunity for writers creators today which is to bring in more of yourself bring in more of your voice because humans will also seek human mm. stories they will move away from anything that feels manufactured generative yeah factory produced at. so
0: has the ttt team or have you personally used any ai tool
1: one hundred percent. I use it all the time, and this is path-breaking, uh, and that's really a soft way to put it. It is kind of a century-defining technological leap. It's yeah. going to transform our lives in in. Also, the speed at which it will transform is going to be mm. shocking, right? So I'm very cognizant that three years from today, the way we work, what we work on, is going to all look very, very different, mm. and it's going to come so fast
2: yeah. that
1: that the 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 reason you keep calling it a friend is also to program your mind Mm. which is to say hey look just like the the laptop is a friend this is a friend and so use it talk to it wherever there is an opportunity befriend it because Mm. otherwise you'll be caught napping right you'll be like oh my god there are a bunch of prompt engineers a bunch of Mm. people who understand these models so well that they're able to prompt so sharply that what you create And what the prompt engineer uh, slash Mm -hmm. the writer who really understands these models well, their productivity, their quality is going to be an order of magnitude better. Mm -hmm. So as a business owner, what do I care about? I care about outcome, right? So it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter whether whether a human has created or an AI tool has created. So if the outcome starts differing, then obviously, you know, employers and organizations are going to shift to the -hmm. better outcome.
0: So Just to follow up on your last point when you said we need to adapt along with whatever skills we already have. So now that AI is there, do you think content strategists also need to learn using these tools so that they get a better chance for branding and just using them for the day-to-day they do?
1: Absolutely. I I know of companies in the content ecosystem that are deeply integrating ChatGPT, GPT-4 in their Workflows, right? So from
2: mm-hmm.
1: what to work on, what should be the structure of the story, inspiration on that, writing first drafts of episodes, everything, wow. right? So so look, it does a lot of the chiral work. It can give you efficiencies on, like for example, if you need to create an index, mm-hmm. if you need to create a presentation from a document, right? right? The first drafts typically tend to take a long time for for mm-hmm. human writers. Uh, yeah. That's where you need these tools. So strategists will do very well with, like for example, if there's a the bunch of ideas and if that needs to be converted into a deck, mm. and if that deck needs to be presented in a certain manner, then hundred percent use these tools. Inspiration on the structure of the deck, right? Mm-hmm. So hey, I'm presenting to the brand marketing head of mm. X Y Z company, and I need to share my ideas for the next quarter. What exactly. is the best structure according to you? It may not be mm. the ideal structure. It may not right. solve for the human on the, on the other side, but it might give you ideas mm. and so to not rely on something that's really that's got troves of data, it's got mm-hmm. insane number of data points.
0: So when you started TTT, I know you started it as a Facebook page. You, this was your personal passion, and so eventually, what was your idea of monetizing it? Like, what did you think would be the right way to monetize? And now I know that you also do like corporate partnership, advertisement, and even conduct like writing workshop. It all came out over the years with different, different revenue streams. So when you started, what was your idea with a business model?
1: So originally there was none because there's no, nothing like influencer marketing. (laughs) None of these words were there, right? So we didn't know this thing could get monetized. I mean, the maximum Mm -hmm. we saw was, hey, look, this can become a book uh, Mm. at some point. (laughs) It's like, the business model is a book. Um, yeah. the other opportunity was can we build out an app like Twitter but for fiction mm. writers which mm. we even in fact made the yeah. TTT app yeah. is home to 400,000 writers mm. of course very hard to monetize and all of those things so mm. we, we're we not investing more in it but it continues okay. to remain a great place for writing fiction mm. you know mm. and we realized that like in shorts took off for, for news mm. maybe uh, TTT becomes the place for for text-based non-news content. But turns out that Patilipi was ahead in that game. Mm. Uh, there was your quote as well. And we realized that shorter formats of writing don't, their long-term value from an IP is is lesser because what what becomes of it, right? Like what Mm. can you do with the 140 character story? And that's when Mm. we realized it's a great vehicle for brands because they anyway spend on what is called a 15 second ad. So can this become can yeah. this become the social media version of a fifteen second ad mm. um, with very low production and you can do multiple ads as a brand. Mm. So typically, ad, brands have to choose one insight, right? So it's and then make one TVC out of it and and that's it. You know the insight could have multiple legs, but they can't explore it because no budgets on social media. You can take that insight and do so many things with it, right? Like real beauty for dub right Mm. so such a great value proposition now the mainline Mm. commercial will have one idea one ad
0: yeah um, but with ttt
1: you can take real beauty and go down 50 different routes which connect with all kinds of consumers right so the message goes far and wide so Mm -hmm. we realized that brands partnering with us was definitely a very meaningful way to monetize Mm. it turns out that even they wanted to reach younger folks who weren't watching tv So, all these 15-second ads were getting lost to old folks. So, to catch young people, they continue to partner with us, right? Because we speak to 90% of our audience is under the age of 30.
0: Brilliant. So, eventually, when you moved from short stories to... And then creating videos that were, like, more than 3 minutes, 5 minutes, and then eventually a bit longer... So at that time, I'm sure you must have reached out to different studios, movie production studios, TV production studios. So at that time, how did you pitch out to them and how did you create that partnership? And I'd also like to eventually what led you to find a space at Amazon Mini TV to create Jabvi Matched? So two parts to your question. One
1: is that we made about 50 short films. All of these films have been produced by us. We've not reached out to any studio. We've put in our own money and made these films. Mm. Some of them have been obviously funded by brands Mm. uh, in the sense that they are RITs, but brand powered. Right. But we've not reached out to OTT partners as yet. Last year was our first focused attempt at saying, look, let's invest in long-form. Let's build out our first long-form ad show. Mm. And... Amazon Mini TV loved our work because they also speak to a young audience. I thought it was a great match. It was very organic. This financial year is when Mm. uh, we want to do four shows with some of the biggest. So this is when you'll see that happening.
0: Brilliant. So if someone's starting new in the content ecosystem, now in the age of AI and all those things. So what are the things you would say when they are building their product, Audience or brand, you know, what are the approaches that they should do?
1: I think they deeply understand what the platform wants. If Mm. Instagram wants reels, give them reels. Deeply understand what your own audience wants. Not enough people ask their own community on Insta stories. Like, what did you enjoy? What would you Mm. like more of? You like our content, right? So get feedback and embrace data. We are very, very ruthless when it comes to tracking numbers and saying, hey, look, this format's not working, no. this format is working better, let's double down, 10 exit. it. Mm-hmm. So I think these three things, and fourth is be open to the idea of putting a face out, because we're increasingly in a world where people want to connect with creators, mm-hmm. personalities, mm-hmm. their eccentricities, their quirks. So And the days of you hiding behind a screen, I mean, it's just, you can still do it. It will just take much longer.
0: Yeah. So So my last question is, what are the next plans for TTT and what do you look forward to the rest of the year? I think three things
1: very excited about. One is we're making more originals with OTT partners. So we're doing, like I said, we want to do four shows this year. So that's something I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, We're also creating a bunch of original IPs which will have some amazing brands some of the world's biggest brands to power them
2: mm-hmm. so
1: for our channels for our Instagram, Facebook, YouTube that is something I'm super excited about and finally the academy uh, mm-hmm. is one of our fastest growing verticals. The wow. academy has over 5000 people who've studied and we add pretty much 400 500 people every month as part of the alumni and so mm-hmm. I think to build India's leading kind of head mm-hmm. vertical for content creators, right? It's one of the things that I wish I had when I was younger, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which was affordable, which gave me access to jobs, which mm-hmm. gave me access to some of the best instructors in the country, right. practitioners, right? Because it's so important with content and storytelling mm-hmm. that you learn from practitioners, people who are doing the job on a daily basis. So, I think that's one of the things we did really pride ourselves in. That look, when I talk to you about cold DMs and when I talk to you Mm -hmm. about Instagram growth, Mm -hmm. I'm also doing it. I'm not just, I'm like, as soon as I finish my call, I'm going to email a brand saying, Hey, look, this is TPP. I want to partner with you. So, I'm learning as I share my knowledge. I'm not Mm even a teacher, I'm just an experience sharer. So, I think that value i think is going to be Im- Im- important in a world that is growing so fast like people will be left behind if they don't learn from practitioners mm,
0: absolutely so is there anything else you'd like to share
1: no man thank you i <laughs> really appreciate the questions your patience my answers absolutely. were not necessarily terribly tiny but
0: <laughs> <laughs> no no i really enjoyed this conversation i was looking forward to this so thank you. good luck to you and your team Thank you for listening to the Hindu Business Line podcast.